It's time for Money for Lunch, where we feed your brain and your business with supersized portions of business and financial news. Now your host, Bert Martinez. Welcome back to Money for Lunch. It is exciting to have you guys here. And sincerely, thank you so much for supporting us for such a long time. It's just been a um, wonderful thing to be able to do that. So I appreciate everybody's support. Um, You know, we are, I think, on every platform and currently waiting to, uh, we're in negotiations with uh, Pandora. So hopefully uh, that'll be up and active here shortly. Um, A lot of great stuff. We have. Norm Blumenthal on the show today. Uh, Norm Blumenthal, as you guys are probably aware, he's one of our regular contributors. Um, And it's just uh, not only does he help consumers, but he's a small business owner, just like a lot of you guys are. And and so we're going to be talking about uh, the CARE Act and and what it means. Um, So... uh, Anyway, it's going to be a good show. I'm looking forward to it. Um, Real quick, let's start it off with the quote of the day. The quote of the day is fear, false evidence appearing real. Fear, false evidence appearing real. And I believe that is attributed. The first time I heard it is from a gentleman named Sig Ziegler. Sig Ziegler um, uh, left us a few years ago, but still a phenomenal teacher and one of my favorite people to hang out with. All right, let's get the party started. Norm Blumenthal, Norm Blumenthal in the house. Norm Blumenthal, attorney for workers and consumers, selected as one of the top attorneys in Southern California. In 2017, Norm was inducted and recognized as one of America's most trusted lawyers in employment law. Norm Blumenthal is a regular contributor on Money for Lunch. Norm Blumenthal, welcome back. Oh, nice to be back, Bert. Nice to be be here, really, for all of us <laughs> to be here. You know, we're here breathing, and uh, we're, we're at it, and we're going to keep this uh, ship going in the right direction. Um, I really see uh, we're some land in, in front of us, uh, you know, a light at the end of the tunnel for this COVID virus uh, uh, fiasco that we're in, this uh, pandemic. A lot of uh, good things happened in this uh, in this storm uh, that keep people going. You know, you and I have talked about God since we first did the start of the show years and years ago uh, about the velocity of money. Yeah. And um, you know, it, it's a hard concept, I think, to, to understand um, if you don't see it in a position where the velocity ends. And in this country, 70% of the gross domestic product is consumer spending. And what we ended up having um, as a result of the pandemic is literally it stopped. And it had to stop because everybody had to stay home so there would be no social contact so we could end the transmission of this very um, contagious uh, virus uh, that we don't know a lot about right now. So in doing that, we literally uh, put the brakes on uh, the velocity of the money that the consumers were spending on travel and entertainment and sporting events and every type of uh, 
golf and every type of, of activity that one would have, you know, going to uh, religious events and contributions to your favorite organization you like to attend and bowling. And I mean, we can go on and on and on, but it all stopped. And it stopped, you know, literally overnight when everybody realized what we had. So the government stepped in and did what we've been talking about for a long, long time, which is putting more money in the hands of the people that will spend it. And, uh, you know, we have here a $2.2 trillion uh, that they've, uh, they're pi- priming the pump with. And this time, um, unlike the uh, last time they did it with the tax cuts, this is a, a big chunk of it going to um, regular people, people that lost their jobs and people that didn't lose their jobs but just make under $100,000, the working stiffs of America. And they're going to get checks. I mean, hopefully within the next uh, three or four weeks, they'll get $600 a person, $1,200 a couple, up to $2,400 for a family. In addition, uh, if they were laid off, they're going to get 100% of um, their salary for four months as part of it make it, as part of their unemployment claim. So all you uh, folks out there, you need to get over to the unemployment office if you've been laid off or furloughed. And any, uh, whatever you happen to your job, you need to make your claim to get it in process because what the president says and a little bit inconsistent with what I heard Congress did, but in any event, he says he's putting in enough money so that everybody will get 100% of their salary for four months, in addition to the $600 or the $1,200 and $2,400. So the pump is being primed, and so this money um, obviously is, is, is going to be well spent. People have to pay their rent. Uh, people have to pay their mortgages. Uh, people have to pay for food. Uh, and as far as health care, there's really, uh, you know, nobody's being charged for any of this uh, COVID health care. So we're in a, in, a, in a spot now where the money is going into the right, right hands. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm glad you brought up uh, the, uh, the, the, what do you call it, the fact that uh, people are being treated. You don't have to worry about it if you don't have insurance. There's been a lot of confusing information out there. Because people, healthcare individuals as well as government representatives, have been talking about the fact that the COVID testing is, you know, whatever five, ten thousand dollars. And I know uh, I've had a lot of people say, "Hey, I don't have insurance. I can't afford to pay that." So just go there. They're, they want to treat this thing, and they want to treat you. And um, don't worry about not having insurance, things of that nature. Just get there and get tested and get treated. And then back to the velocity of money. Yes. I mean, I think COVID-19 is a great example of what happens when the money stops circulating, right? It's just, you know, we have a, we call it this little snapshot in history where almost the entire earth stood still because of this uh, virus. And I think that it's also changed, at least in my opinion, I, moving forward, I think it's going to change the way people look at at uh, e- even the cold and flu season. And what I mean by that is typically when somebody has a cold or a flu, you know, you will see them show up at the office. And I think that's, 
that's not going to that's no longer going to be acceptable. I think now we understand that self isolation or quarantine or whatever outperforms having somebody come to your office sick, spreading cold or flu or COVID or whatever around the office and just basically shutting down your office. Uh, that's number one. I think that that uh, is good. That mindset is going to be changed forever. Number two, I think that a lot of people are going to uh, find out that working from home isn't that bad. It's going to be an option for a lot of people. Um, so if you do have the flu, you have a cold and you, and you feel like working, well, great, work from home. But that way you don't have to get anybody else sick. And then thirdly, <laughs> to talk about the money. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say, and, and you know, uh, you and I were talking right before the show that the government was placed in a very, very difficult position, uh, really uh, uh, between that rock and that hard place. And, and if they underreacted and people are going to get mad at them. If they're overreacting, which a lot of people think they are overreacting, people are upset about them. And they're just trying to do the best they can. I mean, uh, you know, our government leaders are, you know, for lack of better terms, they're like our parents and they don't have some crystal ball. There's not an owner's manual. They're just trying to figure it out on the fly like our parents uh, tried with us. And I think that the stimulus package is a Band-Aid. I think it's going to be very positive. I think it's going to help a lot of people out in need. Um, I think, Norm, uh, you and I have talked several times that, you know, the average working stiff has about a month, maybe two months, where they can go without income. And after that, things, you know, all the wheels fall off the vehicle. In this case, that's what the government, uh, this care package is trying to do. And there's a lot of, what do you call it, a lot of uh, great things in this package. Right. And, and here's where we are. I mean, for, unfortunately, half the people in this country have $400 or less in their, in their checking and savings account. So we're talking about people that literally live paycheck to paycheck. Now, how did we say uh, we're going to light at the end of the tunnel? What's the light at the end of the tunnel, people are asking, because we haven't got to it yet, and I'm going to give you the answer. The first step is, it's exactly what you brought out, Bert, is the testing. Right now, they're getting circulated, and it's going to take a little time. There is a test. It's a 15-minute test uh, where you'll get the result. It's almost like a pregnancy test. And so here's what that's going to do. You test positive, you stay home. You test negative when we get this economy going back. You go to work. And so the only people that should be going to work um, once these, this testing is done, and that's, the important, that's why testing is so important, are people that test negative. So as long as you're testing negative, go, you'll be able to go to work, go to events, and people have to be socially conscious that because of the, uh, how quick this virus spreads, you have to self-isolate yourself literally from, your, from everybody, not only going to work, but literally you've got to pick a room in your house if you have family and, and, and a wife, and you've got to isolate yourself in that room for two weeks. People can't come and go. They literally, you've got to isolate yourself. Now, along with that, some very encouraging news is coming out on um, an antibiotic, it's similar to an antibiotic, it's antiviral, where they use it for the SARS-CoV-1 uh, epidemic, and they were able to end it 
with this antiviral drug. If you if you test positive, what will happen is then you'll be able to, you can call the, the drugstore and pick up this antiviral drug that they're developing. What it does is it attacks the transmission uh, parts of the molecule of the virus, for lack of um, medical terms, and it uh, it and stops the virus from spreading in your body. So once you test positive, you'll be able to go to the drugstore, get this uh, antiviral drug. In the meantime, and it's going to take some time, it's going to be the vaccine, um, which in a, in a year or so you'll be able to be vaccinated, and this will put an end to it completely. But what we have is uh, there's some real hope. It's two uh, groups in California, one with Bill Gates and down in San Diego here, and one up in uh, Northern California, uh, two groups that have had very good clinical positive results. There's supposed to be five parts of this virus that you just need to kill one of them to end the transmission. And this one up in Northern California, it, it, it ended the transmission. It killed all five. So wow. they were really, yeah, they're really encouraged by it, and hopefully they'll get that up and running. Johnson & Johnson has supposedly had some real good results on the vaccine, and they're so encouraged that not only are they doing their clinical trials, but they're building at the same time the uh, manufacturing part of, of the vaccine. So uh, really everybody here, we need to – there is this light at the end of the tunnel, but we, as you said – we have to be socially conscious um, at this point in time going in, and uh, we'll be in a position where uh, the government has really done the right thing. It's not only given uh, money uh, to, to business, but it's also giving money to um, individuals. This is the first time I've seen this government, and uh, give thanks to uh, uh, all sides for getting this done, but there's going to be money put right back into the hands of the individuals to spend. It, it's kind of like Yang's idea on steroids, and people have the money to spend, and, and this will give us four months it, um, at least um, where um, the money will be out there before we may have to do it again. One other part of it, Bert, we, we hadn't discussed yet, is the SBA small business loans. And in this CARES Act uh, that just passed, it's very interesting, and it's a real shot in the arm. I mean, I know we've been talking about, oh, my God, the restaurant owners, they've really been hit hard, um, terribly. Um, people that own uh, drug goods stores, clothing stores, uh, shops like this. And, and what it does is uh, it takes if – you, if, if your company makes less than $10 million a year, you are eligible – for uh, a loan, two and a half times the average monthly payroll uh, uh, cost for the last 12 months. So you can go in and get this loan, um, an SBA loan. You go to your bank and you get it. Uh, and who's eligible? Um, on, as of February 15th, if it's a business with less than 500 employees, self-employed individuals, uh, so like all these Uber drivers and uh, and whatnot that are uh, independent contractors, they're they're eligible. Uh, they're they're wow. self-employed and yeah yeah. And so this is a, a a big shot in the arm because we've talked about this group um, that you know they 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 aren't they you know they don't pay into it but they are self-employed. They need to get in 
everybody working for themselves need to go to a bank and uh, say, hey, I want this loan. Um, and the, here's the good part of the loan. This is the best, well, the loan's good all around. But after the first eight weeks of the loan, the borrower can apply for up to 100% of their loan forgiven. Wow. So it's not, and everybody was, uh, was nervous about these loans because a normal SBA loan, you have to give a personal guarantee. Right. But on this, on this loan, no. If, if you, uh, after eight weeks, you can apply for 100% of uh, the loan uh, being forgiven. So you have to have documentation related to that as to the use of proceeds. But that's where it stands. So it, it's, it's helping on all sides. It's not only helping the um, um, individuals. It's also helping small business. And, you know, it's not one of these things like the 2008 bailout that all went to the banks and, you know, everybody else got a foreclosure notice. Uh, right. This is, you know, that's the way it ended up working. Uh, but this one is uh, the way it was put together by, because it was bipartisan and put together by everybody. It allowed for uh, a win-win situation for all the, the little guys. And, uh, and there's 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 two more things too on this, but well, anyway, so this is where we are. I think that's a, a good starting point, Bert. I don't know if you're aware of that. I was not aware that Uber drivers and Lyft drivers and all these different uh, gig workers were going to be uh, uh, allowed. That is just crazy good. Yeah, yeah. There's lots of money. There's $2.2 trillion to here that's sloshing around. And everybody, you know, that's why they need to listen to your show, Money for Lunch, because this is where it's at. You find out things that you wouldn't otherwise hear. Uh, nobody's talked about it on any of the TV shows. I don't know why. You know, it, it well, you know why? I, tell you, I can tell you one of the reasons is because it's like, what, 10,000 pages or 5,000 pages? And you have to have, uh, you know, people are going through it and, and and depending on the TV show, uh, some TV shows are looking at it from not the good that's in it, but all the bad stuff that's in it, right? They want to tell you, oh, look, this is what the Democrats did. Oh, look, this is what the Republicans did, versus saying, look at all the good they're trying to do. Right. I mean, uh, look, if you look at it from a conservative standpoint, you want to balance the budget. That's never going to happen in our lifetime. Mm. It's just not happening anymore. This has changed the world as you know it in terms of money. And um, it's going to be an interesting thing to come out of it because at some point in time, I assume, we're going to have inflation again because if you slosh around enough money into the system. The only difference is is that it's replacing money that otherwise didn't didn't exist. Yes. It just dried up dried up. So it may not be as bad as as uh as we as we think. And we're just gonna have to like Japan live with the fact that um we're gonna have loans, the government's gonna have loans uh for for the forever. I mean it's yeah. in our foreseeable future anyway. Just like uh, your 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 mortgage, how many people out there have uh, paid off their mortgage on their house? Very few, and so it's the same thing. And you know, unfortunately, most people uh, end up dying and still got a mortgage on their house. So it's um, that's the way it's going to be with this this country. We're all going to live a you know hopefully a long active life, but at the end, in the conceivable uh, future. Uh, we're we're not going to be able to pay off these loans. We're not going to be able to balance the budget, 
and uh, presidents even talking about, and, and Congress is talking about. This is just the first step. They're they're thinking that they may have to do this two more times. There could be wow. as much as six point six trillion dollars that's going to have to be put into the system. I don't think so because in in reading this, the money's going to the right place. And if you're a big business, if you're over 500 people and you're over $10 million, the government is going to want to make those loans pay back, and they're going to take some interest in you. If you're a public company, they're going to take some warrants in the company. And so those loans, they're going to have a tougher time forgiving it for the big boys, the uh, airlines and the uh, cruise ships and the uh, uh, hospitality industry. Um, they're going to get those loans, but I, uh, those loans, as, uh, as far as I know right now, those are are recourse at, at, as far as I know. So it's it's interesting where we are. Another couple things, and this is something that uh, if you live in California as a California attorney, um, um, you, I'm somebody that you may need to contact um, on this. There's two things that, that are happening now that people need to be aware of. One is your PTOs, uh, your personal time off. Everybody has it for vacation pay and sick leave. If you've been laid off and and you're going in for unemployment, at the same time in California anyway, the employer, when he lays you off, he has to pay you for the unused portion of your personal time off. And so if if that hasn't happened, you you need to contact uh my firm or a firm like my, myself, an employment firm, um, to be able to uh, analyze your case for you because you could have a case. And the other one um, that is, is a potential uh, uh, case that you need to be aware of is all these uh, people working from home. If you are uh, work, uh, now and you weren't before working, I uh, have a home office now and you know, everybody in my office is now working from home, except me. Um, if you have a home office, you are entitled to a home office expense, a reimbursement for a, a, uh, a, a an amount for each month for you having a home office. And so, if if that if you aren't getting a home office expense, you also need to contact this office too for us to look at that. So those are two things that kind of uh, no one's been talking about yet. But I'm sure they're going to be on the uh, front burner because employers uh, should be. That's more money uh, in the hands of um, of workers that they they're entitled to. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and so uh, for those listening, uh, if you want to reach out to Norm and his team, it's BAM B as in Bert A M Law C A dot com. That's BAM Law C A dot com, and. I want to I want to back up and talk about this a second. So, you know, you might uh, you might have been again laid off, just like millions of people have, uh, and part of your severance package should include that paid time off, that PTO that that you did not uh, you accrued it, but you didn't use it. And right. if you didn't get that, then you want to reach out to Norm at BAMLawCA.com and just talk with him and see what he suggests. The conversation's free, right, Norm? Yeah. yeah no charge. So, there's no charge on anything. Uh, if we don't recover it, there's no charge. There you go. So, you know, what's it going to cost you? Zero. 
and, and there may be something there that you can recover. And again, uh, you know, ladies and gentlemen, it's it's about uh, just making sure that you get everything that you're entitled to. Um, if you are in a situation, uh, and I'm going to use a uh, a, a uh, somebody like um, uh, I'm trying to think a, a teacher or or somebody else, where again you're accruing PTO on a regular basis. Maybe you work for a big company that has five, six, maybe a thousand employees, and you're accruing that that uh, that PTO on a regular basis. I know people that have at least a year of accrued PTO. They could literally take a year off. Um, and if you're one of those individuals and you didn't get that PTO, talk to, talk to Norm about that, BAMLawCA.com. And then, again, I like this idea that, uh, about being compensated for your home office. So if you're not being compensated for your home office, then, again, BAMLawCA.com. Uh, I think those are, you know, important things to know about. Right. And, you know, I don't think that, I don't think it's widely circulated, but those are things that you're entitled to. I mean, you're, if you set up a home office, you know, you have a room in your, in your, in your home, you're dedicating to uh, your work that you otherwise wouldn't have, except for the fact um, your employer wants to keep you working and right. uh, you want to keep working and uh, you should be entitled to, you know, whatever the, I, the IRS has a formula, the IRS formula for reimbursement for your home office expense. And that's only well, fair. And, I mean, all the law firms in, in California, you know, are working from home. There's just accounting firms, everybody. And everybody. so everybody, you know, is working off their computer from home, which is fine. And it's great for the employer. But at the same token, I, you know, nothing's, nothing's free. And, right. uh, you know, so you have to set this up in your house. I mean, obviously, I assume that the you know, computers are, are being supplied by the, uh, uh, by the uh, company. But at the same time, uh, you have the, the, everything else that goes with it, electricity, room, your location, all of that. Uh, and well, and, so, and also in some cases, uh, they have to upgrade their Internet. Right. I just did that in the office uh, yesterday. I had the internet come in and take me from a hundred uh, megabytes to a thousand gigabytes because it was so slow for everybody from their home office. But I, I of course, did that for everybody's uh, computer, and everybody has their own, and they'll be reimbursed. But this is the, what every this is what every responsible employer needs to do. The employer is still making money off of the person working from home. Right, and so um, they pay the salaries, which is great, and, and they, but they still and and before they had they accommodated them with the office space, but um, it, it it and it's good for the employee. You look, you don't have the drive time, and you you're you have the office, you have some flexibility on how you do it, but that the you know the IRS has a position that if you have this home office, um, you need to be reimbursed. So we go from there, and and these P, these PTOs. Um, that's supposed to be paid within 72 hours of, of you being laid off. So that, that money should come in your last paycheck. So anybody yes. that, has, that hasn't, you know, they need to uh, give us a call. Well, yeah, I, I, absolutely. And, and, and the, the thing about the unpaid PTO, look, to me that's, that's extremely important. That, that just because somebody's trying to take advantage of you, uh, and, and you certainly don't deserve that, especially in a situation where that we live in right now. I mean, look, we're all trying to uh, 
we're all trying to do the best we can and get through this crisis and nobody deserves being taken advantage of. No, we need to get the money in the hands of the people that that need it the most. And look, if they, if the company pays the PTO and they're a small business, that's something that they can go into uh, the the bank and make part of their uh, uh, loan, uh, non-recourse loan. Yes. And so, you yeah. know, the, the, and ultimately the, the, the cost of that expense will be, re, will be borne by the government. Yeah, absolutely. So, no, there, yeah. again, it's, there's so much good. And, and so, guys, not only can you reach out to BAMLawCA.com and talk to Norm and his team, but we're also going to have uh, uh, a special section uh, that talks about the CARES Act um, on moneyforlunch.com. Norm's information will be there. This show will be there. So you can uh, listen to the show. You can share it with your friends who own a business uh, who might be driving for Uber or Postmates or one of these gig economies uh, or gig jobs and and find out uh, more about not only the CARES Act, but uh, the SBA loans and Norm and his team. Yeah, it's the SBA 7A Small business interruption loans. That's what you go in. You go into your bank and say, hey, I want to apply for uh, under the CARES Act, C-A-R-E-S Act, for the SBA 7A small business interruption loans. That's what you want to apply for. And uh, self-employed businesses um, um, with less than 500 employees earning uh, less than uh, $10 million a year. Yep, I love it. Norm, thank you so much for stopping by. Always good to have you on the show, my friend. Okay, Bert, and uh, everybody stay healthy, stay well, and stay uh, isolated. Yeah, stay away from each other. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) And then we'll we'll all communicate. We got this uh, great electronic system. Now we're going to put it to real good use, and uh, we're all going to get out of this. Um, There's some real great scientists uh, working on uh, the cures and the um, vaccines and we're all going to get out of this together in the meantime, uh, uh, and testing. In the meantime, uh, keep away from each other, and um, let's uh, end this virus just with uh, not having social interaction for the next uh, month or two. Absolutely. Norm Blumenthal. Again, guys, BAM Law CA. Norm, thank you so much for stopping by. All right. Stay healthy, my friend. You too. Good stuff there from Norm Blumenthal. Uh, Again, CARES Act, uh, you can go to moneyforlunch.com. It'll be uh, fairly easy to find. Uh, you can just, uh, you know, you can Google search CARES Act, uh, Money for Lunch. You'll have it come up that way as well. Uh, my friends, let's share this episode with everyone you know. Let's help as many people who are independent, who are 1099ers, who are working in these gig uh, workplaces get what they deserve. Let's share the CARES Act, the SBA 7A Small Business Interruption. Let's make it happen. Let's share this episode with everyone you know. Remember, my friends, you were created to succeed. Tune in Monday through Friday here on Money for Lunch. And check out our website at moneyforlunch.com.